It's season six, everyone. I'm so excited for this season. I cannot tell you. We have eight brand new episodes for you. If you're a Patreon member, you're going to get all of those episodes today. You can binge them whenever you want. And for everybody else, we're going to drop them every single week on a Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That will be 8 p.m. UK time. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Vicon, and also to BookVO PCAP and Motion Capture Orlando, who support the show. We hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the season. Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. <laughs> and then they're like, you mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like nobody said, oh, you know, here you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Performance Capture Podcast with me, Jasper William Cartwright. Victoria Atkin is not here today. She is out on the picket lines fighting the good fight. And so uh, it's over to me to uh, to interview today's guest and to do today's episode. So I hope I am a worthy stand-in for Victoria. Um, so we'll get straight into it. Uh, a lovely guest today. Uh, what is your name and where did you grow up? Hi, my name is Deborah Wild. Um, I grew up in Bulgaria. I'm originally from Bulgaria. I know I have a really thick accent. Um, <laughs> you really tell straight off the bat, yeah. Straight away where I'm from. Um, but I, yeah, I was born in Bulgaria. I uh, lived here until I was um, six years old, and then I moved to the UK, and I grew up in the UK, basically in England. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, very cool. And um, please tell everyone, uh, what do you do? Um, and uh, how do you describe your your job, I guess? <laughs> um, I, well, I'd probably describe myself as an actor broadly. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I, do, I don't like to say I'm an actor and a voice actor, because I feel like voice acting gets put into this category of like, well, it's just the voice. But yeah, it's not absolutely. what this whole podcast is about. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, I'd I'd argue that it's probably more difficult in many cases to to do voice and motion capture um, mm-hmm. acting. So I would broadly describe myself as an actor. Excellent. Yeah, we are very uh, firm believers of voice acting as acting uh, on this show for sure. Um, well, I guess, I guess just before we dig into some of that, because I do want to uh, uh, unpack that a little bit. Just w- uh, one question we always love to ask uh, is how would you best describe performance and motion capture? um for someone who's like never you know seen it before or maybe goes oh yeah is that that's andy circus pretending to be a monkey right like like that's the the base level they have how would you describe it to that person it was my impression of motion capture like i that's what i thought it was um like andy circus just dots on him um well i mean i would say it's it's very technical um Mm -hmm. but if i had to describe it to someone who's never sort of seen it before i guess it's just the uh the process of using your body to capture something that is um, not in, I mean, I don't want to say not in human form, but it, it wouldn't be your image, right? It would be mm. like, um, you know, like a, a different creature or or something that's just uh, computer animated or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the thing for me that really took me a lot by surprise about it was the the, the technical aspect of it. You're, sure. you're 
you're acting within a set of sort of constraints, um, mm. which uh, which can be quite quite tricky, I think, at times. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting. We uh, on this show, we've talked to a lot of people and uh, spoken to them about how some people are kind of really surprised by it. And it really is a, a very different uh, skill set, I think, to yeah, um, embody something when you're just in a, you know, in a, in a suit with all these dots on it. And you're kind of, you know, trying to really, you know, go into that imaginative space. Um, I guess just to, to sort of open this up in terms of, you know, the work that you've done, um, I'm very excited to be talking to you because you are playing a starring role in the new Baldur's Gate 3 game. <laughs> um, so I'd love to dig into that a little bit. What uh, what was the process of that? Um, is that one of the first mocap jobs you've done? And, and how long were you working on that project for? It was the very first voice capture job I got you're just like victoria victoria's first one with assassin's creed and i'm always like whoa that's you know it's such a huge yeah it's like those people when you read about those actors that are like yeah i never considered acting and then i got a role in you know uh game of thrones as like the lead role and it's like that kind of story um i'd never i'd just done like traditional acting um and then I was like, uh, loads of people would say to me like, oh, you have a really nice voice. Did you know you have a really nice voice? And I'd be like, what does that mean? Because like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, it's not like, you know, if someone's singing, then I can understand you saying like, oh, you have a really nice voice. But I've mm. never heard people say to just someone who has a speaking voice, like, you have a really nice voice. Yeah. And um, it's just so weird. And then I was like, well, maybe I should just, um, I don't know, voice acting sounds fun. They kind of covered it in drama school, but not not in a lot of detail. Not enough. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Enough, yeah. exactly. Like hardly anything is put into it. And I think that's such a shame because it's actually a huge industry, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's great. But anyway, and uh, I applied to some voice agents. I didn't hear anything back. I had a little voice reel together. And then a few months down the line, my who is my current agent now, um, responded saying, oh, there's this audition. Like, um, do you want to try it out? And I did. It was all very sort of hush hush. It was uh, mm. didn't go into much detail about the character. It was kind of more we were auditioning sort of for the races for the different like sure. elves stuff like that. And um, so I had no idea. I don't really play games, so again, I wouldn't have even been able to guess what this was. Yeah, um, sure. I got it, and then I didn't really know that this was the game until probably about a year down the line. Yeah, well, that's so. It's so common. It's so common. Yeah. I, I, I'm still. I'm in one AAA game that I have zero idea what it is currently, and I've, I've really dug into it as well because I'm like, I yeah. must be able to figure this out by now. I know like the character names. I know this. I know, but genuinely, still can't figure out what it is. So yeah, it's. No, no, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't told me. Yeah, Am I? Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm basically voicing like. I don't know, like eight or something NPC characters. Yeah. So I think maybe if I was one of the uh, one of the leads, they would have told me by now. But <laughs> yeah, speak is, is is crazy on these projects. I mean, I don't know any other industry where you'd go, you wouldn't go onto a film set and not know like what, what film you were filming. What film you were in? Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Yes, that's the nature of it. I think there's so many people invested in these games that if you were to sort of absolutely. spoil it for someone or leak information, it wouldn't be very nice. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, speaking of, you know, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, an absolutely huge game. Uh, it's doing uh, absolutely incredibly as well at the moment. I'm seeing the, yeah. the, the downloads and everything are just absolutely through the roof, which is amazing. Um, 174 hours of cinematics, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, what was the process of, uh, you know, recording for this game? I'm assuming it was a pretty... 
extensive amount of work, especially you know I've I'm in I've been in a, a TTRPG uh, or sort of an RPG recently, and just the sheer amount of dialogue and choice, you know, choice tree based dialogue is quite intense so what was it like for you playing you know because your character is literally in it right from the beginning so yeah yeah. what was that like Um, yeah I mean lots of hours in the studio Mm. lots and lots and lots of hours um yeah the last four years basically of four years wow yes yeah August 2019 I think we started in sort of yeah around that time and Mm -hmm. yeah now it's 2023 so so yeah um and in terms of, of what it was like, yeah, like ex- well, kind of exactly what you're describing. Um, I think it sort of started off because we obviously recorded first early access and then we released that. So um, that was kind of more straightforward, mm. I would say. And now recording the latter part of the game, there was a lot more of those choice based. Now you're going down this path. So this is kind of how the character is going to go. OK, now we're going to go down this path and that's how it's going to go. But. Obviously, as you know, um, a lot of it's recorded out of order, so we'd be kind of jumping yes. around all over this, all over the script, and and doing stuff like that. But I think that's so interesting to have mm. that kind of journey uh, for your character rather than a traditional film and TV one, which is very linear. Yeah, um, absolutely. How did you find that challenge? Yeah, because I, I've, it's something that I've also had to uh, to do recently and sort of keying back into the character, right? It's really, it's a very interesting process versus what you're maybe traditionally used to with theatre and, you know, and, and film, like you said, where it's a much more linear process. How do you uh, find or did you have any sort of techniques for sort of keying back in uh, to the character and everything? Do you know what? I think because I've spent so long uh, recording the character, it's very mm. easy for me to to get back into the character. Like I, I don't even need to. Sometimes we do like um, lines and repeats from previous mm. sessions just to yeah. get back. But honestly, most of the time I didn't even need that because I was uh, at the so end, used to it. Yeah. At the end, I was in every single day, pretty much. Yeah. So I really didn't need it, but um, but but I liked that challenge of having mm. different endings and different pathways and different uh, potential journeys that your character could go on little side quests and then this happens here and and little mm. random moments because this game obviously is so huge and there's so many like the detail the attention to detail is so incredible oh, it's absolutely unbelievable it's, it's breathtaking just, at times yeah it really is there's just a million little things that could happen and I I really like that because I, I just you know, for me so far, I haven't had that experience to play such a big role on film, uh, in films or TV. So mm. for me to have that in this game, it's just been like, wow. I mean, yeah. how lucky am I, really? Absolutely. Well, you did an incredible job. I, you know, been I've been playing the game. I finally got like a lot some free time to sit down and actually play it last night, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, you've been you've done a, a, an incredible job with that. And I think it's, you know, it's so funny the mental gymnastics you have to do when you're recording these characters because I remember uh, ones, you know, this isn't a, a spoiler because no one knows what game we're talking about. But there's one scene I had where it's like the player character can choose whether to uh, hurt a member of my family, basically for, for a reason and it's not like a you know um and uh or like help them basically and it was like i remember just being in the booth one day and having to record a scene where it's like oh you're the best you're my like closest friend like i don't know what i would do without you and then like and then literally the next line was like how could you do this to me you ruined my life you know it was really really enjoyable feeling like you know these like feeling how different these stories and uh you know different paths you can go down are and i should imagine that's tenfold for you yeah 
pushes you. Uh, it pushes mm. you as an actor um, because, yeah, obviously, if you're doing a traditional TV show or, or film, then yeah, you have your sort of your one one path for your character to go down one maybe emotional arc that they go through or something like that. But this really stretches you. And this is kind of, mm. I think going back to what we were saying about like voice acting is acting because nowhere else would you find that range. Of, it's a full range of emotions that we have to go through. Mm. Whereas, you know, yeah, if you're playing say a, a serial killer in a TV show, then maybe you wouldn't go to some of those other places. Mm. Uh, our characters end up going to most of them based on obviously yeah, what, what the player decides to do. Yeah, and I think you get such a well-rounded idea of your character as well because you get to see them respond in so many different ways exactly. to so many different stimulus, exactly. you know, exactly. whereas normally it is very just like, you know, well, I know how they react in this situation because that's what's in the script kind of thing, whereas this way it's like, oh, you get to see them reacting to four or five different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dialogue choices or, or whatever it may be, and I think that's a, yeah, that is a lot of fun. Um so I guess uh, moving forwards, what uh, we've already established that uh, obviously you did Baldur's Gate was your your sort of first um, major kind of foray into performance capture and 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 into this world. Um, what would you say is your favourite thing about motion capture? Oh, what's my favourite thing about? Hmm, I think that it's very cool to to have that uh, the voice and the body in tandem. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool and I think again I, I like that it challenges you because obviously you're not using your face necessarily right uh, I mean this sure. particular project was just the motion capture so um I like the fact that you sort of have to think of how to communicate all those emotions but you can't use your face mm-hmm. so and to be able to do that through motion capture is, is really very cool um yeah. I think it makes you it makes you think a lot more about movement um yes which I think that in traditional acting, I'm not necessarily thinking about so much. It's more coming sort of instinctively maybe. And in this character, of course, it's it's the same thing. But it did make me consider movement a lot more, especially with Lazel because she is Githyanki. So she is mm-hmm. not human. Um, yep. <laughs> it's so cool to create little movements and little ticks and little uh, non-human ways of uh, expression for her. Mm. So, yeah. I think that's very cool about motion capture. I always think it's very cool that you can have, because I was heavily pregnant by the end. And, um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Nine months. Congratulations. <laughs> I was literally recording two days before I gave birth. Um, wow. Yeah. That is dedication. If I've that's ever cool. heard it, please. Yeah. Everyone remember this when you're playing a slow as hell, like, before yeah. you make any like uh, horrible choices that might affect a character, just maybe, you know, take that into consideration. <laughs> Yes. No, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, um, and I, but this is what I love about it. Cause I think if you're in a, in film and TV, obviously that's a big consideration. Like, can you, yeah. you know, the, the way you look and your body shape, like matters for, you know, for better or for worse, but in motion capture, it doesn't matter. You can be yeah, pregnant. That's huge. Be whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it was really cool to be able to work cause I want, you know, I wanted to work, mm. um, up until basically my due date, which, yeah. uh, great fun and i and that, i really enjoyed it that is incredible and and actually something that i hadn't uh really considered because i think it's something that is you know um i was i was talking to a director friend of mine who uh she's just had a baby during lockdown and you know she basically kind of realized that lockdown was going to be a big thing and sort of timed it you know it's like right we need to have a baby because it can have such a knock-on effect i think for women 
you know, within the creative industry. And I think That's it's, it. you yeah. know, uh, it, the, the idea of taking time out or whatever can, can feel terrifying. I mean, I know I'm, ex- we're ex- uh, I'm expecting a, a child uh, myself and, you know, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, uh, all the babies. Um, all the babies, yeah. Uh, but you know, it really is, I think a big consideration that what do you do with, um, you know, in terms of taking time off and it can feel very daunting and very, uh, and scary. And I think that this is something just in terms of making, you know, this industry as accessible, uh, as it can be, you know, that's a really, really positive thing to hear. And I'm glad that you were able to do that because you wanted to, obviously, I think. Yeah, yeah, because because it, it was a big thing on my mind, um, you know, you know, with this career, it's so it's so up and down and you feel mm. like whenever you take time off, like you're missing out on stuff, you're missing out on opportunities. And actually with motion capture um, and with this project, particularly, I never felt like that because I knew that I was, you know, nobody was going to turn around and say to me, well, you're pregnant, so we can't work with you. They're like, there was yeah. nothing up like that at all. Like they were very considerate. They asked me like, are you okay? Do you like, we're, it's up to you. Do you want to work? Do you not want to work? We can completely work around you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause I'm just always like, up for it. And I had a good pregnancy anyway. So I was like, yes, please. I want to work. And it was, and it was great. But like you said, I just don't know if that would happen on all, on all projects. Mm. And it's a shame, especially film and TV projects. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it as well? I think momentum really plays a part in our industry and in our careers. You know, I feel, um, you know, when you sort of build a bit of momentum and you can, you're like, oh, I, I feel like I'm on a lot of people's minds you know I think that's a really you can really kind of tangibly feel that and I think then yeah like you said taking a break can feel a little bit um yeah. uh, uh overwhelming <laughs> choice to make but um but that's really really positive and um and also I think you know again you know you can like you said they can be flexible right they they have the options they can have someone come in and, and stand in you know uh, phys- physically for you and they'll just have to sit and watch hours of videos of you you know doing doing the role but but you know you can have someone step in and I think that's um I think that's honestly really, really uh, important, actually, and a really good way of keeping the yeah. industry moving, but also looking after, you know, the performers as individuals. Um, and so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, awesome. So I guess uh, I'd love to, we always like to ask about, you know, if there's any experience or any kind of moment that jumps out at you that you've had kind of in the volume that you thought was either particularly funny or you just, you know, something really enjoyable. Um, is there anything um, that you can think of? Yeah. Oh God. I always go back to the, um, the calibration dance. Oh you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I remember that fondly. It started off so timid and now it's gone into a full on like expressionist dance around mm, the volume. Yeah. Um, it's always hilarious. I think doing scenes that aren't necessarily stood up. So we have to always figure that out. Oh God, I can't think of anything off the top of my, my head that's, um, that's happened, but I, it was it was quite funny towards the end when I was very pregnant and I had like a little stool, so I just always sit back on my little stool and I'd be there. Yeah. Or I remember the I remember the first very first times I started doing so. This was four years ago. I started doing the um the the motion capture and I mm. and I had a chair anyway in there. I don't know why I was one of the first actors in and we were like let's let's have a little chair in there just in case. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I was just sitting while they were sort of figuring out the technical aspects. And I was just sitting on my chair and I remember one of the directors going are you okay? You look really sad in there, but you know, you just get a bit tired and I just sit yeah. there like, I just think my default like face is just a bit sad. So yeah. I was just sitting there in a little chair in the volume. Like I must have looked really just. <laughs> Did you have the head mounted camera on as well? Or were you just in the. I was there just like, yeah. like are you okay? So they're there just staring at your like, face being like, Ooh, dearest. Just, you know, when I take a little breather, I just like, zone out and that's my face. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I like to um, be silly in front of the mm. glass, you know, the glass, the divider. So I do stupid stuff like going down the elevator, going yep. down the stairs. <laughs> oh, going actually just even considering. <laughs> I think, but it's so funny though because I th- I do really think that you know this is this is a great piece of advice for any actor, whether it's whether you're in a rehearsal room, whether you're in a volume, whether you're on, you know, you're waiting to to you know, for hours on end until you're shot, uh, you know, in TV or film, or whatever, like keeping yourself like actively invested and like entertained and like mentally on the ball, you yeah. know, is, is really difficult. And sometimes you, you're absolutely right. You need to just kind of like zone out, conserve your energy, be like, okay, I'm just not going to be here for the next five minutes. I'll still figure this out. Or, you know, you need to be, you need to find yourself, you know, be a bit silly, do something just to keep yourself like ticking over. Cause you know, as soon as then the camera is, or, or, you know, whatever it is, is ready to go, you have to be absolutely a hundred percent, you know, you can't then come back in 50% or whatever else it is. And I always think that, um, I always think that with rehearsals sort of very, I think it rings very true for me. Like I'm always a very, like a hundred percent in, like, I I think it's important to give a hundred percent in rehearsals because I think quite often you can get into like a, oh, I'm in rehearsal mode and, you know, everything's a little bit loose and a little bit fun. And, and I'm like, no, 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 you really, you know, you have, you're going to treat it as the same thing. Um, and so, you know, I'm definitely the same as you. I, I like to be a bit silly just because it keeps me active. It keeps me kind of engaged and, you yeah. know, whatever on long, long days, you know. And also, you know, you're working with these people every day. You're working with the same team. And I think it naturally you get that sort of familiarity and that sort of mm. sense mm. of fun. And, and it is fun. Like we're having fun. We're not sort of, you know, it's not brain surgery. It is fun. <laughs> and I think we should all be like having a bit of a laugh with it. I mean, I, you know, as much as I take it seriously, I take the character seriously and the work seriously. I also mm. think that there's a you have to be free and you have to play and you have to have that sense of like childlike quality yes. um mm. and that and that means sort of involving everybody and, and involving the whole team and they're very game for it yes. as well with some um, pit stop productions that we worked with and they're so great oh, I mean, awesome yeah so we were yeah. like, like I said at the end I was coming in pretty much every single day and it was just so much fun you know and that's that's again like you were asking me what do I love about motion capture and things like that and I actually really like the regularity of going in yeah. and seeing the same people and having like the same sort of environment, which you don't get a lot as an actor. I mean, no. unless you're on a, a TV show that's going on for years and years and years. Yeah. But, you know, with this project, it, it felt like that. You know, mm. it's like a little family, cliche as yeah. it sounds, but it was like that. And, no, you know, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, that's a really, really big part of it. And, um, and not to mention, you know, uh, nice hours as well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do the three in the mornings or whatever it is that you have to do on a film set or wait for you know we're waiting for dark or whatever so Absolutely. i'm Absolutely. big fa- big fan of the like you know normal working day i can go out after work and have a drink or whatever you know see some friends do work whatever it is that i need to do you know makes you know, a big difference a four hour session i feel pretty tired which mm. I, i'm sort of surprised by but then i i think well maybe because it's just you, right? It's just all the attention and the focus is on you and you have to give everything. Like you said, you have to really give 100% of yourself. Whereas in a in a traditional setup, you're kind of bouncing off the other actors. Sometimes you might have a little line there and then you have a little rest and then you do that. But this is like four mm. hours of just you intense. Uh, yeah. Go to all sorts of emotional gymnastics. Like you mentioned at the beginning, sometimes you're screaming in battle and other times it's like very intimate. So um, yeah, because I was surprised by that at the beginning. I was like, oh, it's only mm. a, four-hour session like come on yeah. I can do that. um <laughs> yeah. but sometimes yeah. 
go back home and I'd just be like, ooh, okay, I need to lie it can down. catch you out. Yeah, it yeah. can catch you out for sure. I think the stamina needed for uh, anything like this and genuinely, you know, just once again, how impressive that, you know, you worked in this game for so long and you were doing it whilst pregnant, I think is yeah. incredible. But the... um you know the stamina required i think uh, both emotionally and physically is is huge because i think yeah. that you know it, it, we've said this so many times on the show but like it requires such 100% commitment yeah. physically and mentally because i think that you know you're i always describe it as kind of like pushing through a layer of like paint you know what i mean or something it's like you, you know you're trying to sort of get through there's like a barrier between you and the audience which is this model that they'll put over you and obviously the animators do an incredible job of doing everything they can to bring it to life and to connect but like if you don't penetrate through that if you can't kind of you know almost like look at the audience in the eye you know they just the the performance won't come through completely and um therefore you really really do have to 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 go for it and so yeah you're absolutely right it can be really exhausting even you know even vo sessions i'll be you know in there and we'll do a particularly you know like a, a emotional part or, or, or whatever else it is and um uh, and it can be really exhausting not to mention as well when you do i don't know if you did the what your sort of mic setup was when you did studio days but um i'm doing one at the moment where they put the two little mics they sort of tape them to my forehead yeah yeah <laughs> kind of here, yeah. yeah yeah and I've, i always love those ones because it feels, means you can be quite free in the booth and you know yeah. you can move and everything and um, and I kind of forget, you know, I look down if I've got a, a, a like a fitness watch or whatever, and I look down and it's like, you've been exercising <laughs> because I'm there throwing myself feet. around. You've been on your feet. And I think that's, again, that's very different to traditional film and TV acting because mm. you, you, I think in those kinds of setups, you spend a lot of time in your trailer. You spend a lot yep. of time sitting around, you spend a lot of time chatting to people and then you might yep. come up and do like your scene and mm-hmm. then you'll have like an eight hour break. And yep. you'll be like, ah, going mad. But this is your, you're genuinely, you know, you're on your feet and, uh, you know, we, we're taking regular breaks, of course, but, but still it's, and yeah, it's, it's just you and, and yeah, exactly what you're saying about the, the emotional range. Like I completely agree with you. If you don't give it your all, and if you don't almost, I don't want to say go big, cause I hate that, but you know what I mean? Like mm, mm. really, really uh make sure that that emotion is is completely laser focused and targeted mm. it won't come through because like i said at the beginning you don't have your face and you're yeah. kind of you have your ex- body expression through the motion capture you don't have your face to express anything um you have that obviously in the character um which is animated but still you yeah it's you have to really go for it otherwise you just won't yeah. you can't you can't half-ass it can yes you? absolutely not absolutely not and like um, it's about, I think, being fully connected, you know, having the voice, the feeling like the voice, the body, the mind, the, you know, passion, whatever it is, like all pushing in the same direction. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you can't really, yeah, you just can't hide anything, you know, they're capturing all of your, you know, yeah. movements and everything. I'm, I'm intrigued as well, just in terms of how were most of the scenes then uh, for, for this? Obviously, you know, a lot of the uh, conversations you'll have been having were with, you know, a, a player character who can be, you know, any number, like any size, any, you know, shape or anything like that. So I'm kind of intrigued as to, you know, were most of the, were a lot of the uh, mocap sessions on your own? So, or, or did you get to work with some of the other actors at any point? Because again, I'm having done, a couple of the uh, you know games and things now i i think i've only ever been on the volume twice with other actors it's like pretty much otherwise been exclusively just on my own we were all we were on our own um and i think that's pretty much the standard for motion capture at the moment i think like you said 
uh, it, you've been twice. I think it's happened to be uh, to me once on another project where I've been with yeah. other actors, but all other motion captures I've been by myself. So, so yeah, it has been um, mm. just just individually. Um, I think there was talk of doing scenes together, but uh, scheduling and logistics wise, it was it was yeah. really difficult because there's over three hundred actors involved in state three, Wild. so <laughs> it's been a bit of a nightmare to do. Yeah, so, yeah we're all in by ourselves. Um, well, which, yeah. yeah, yeah, adds another layer of, of sort of trickiness to it because you're acting opposite the auto cue, which you know doesn't mm. doesn't give a lot. Yes, no, yeah, exactly. It gives you absolutely nothing to be precise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the um, the other hmm. actors' lines, if they recorded them, we'd have those played in, fed, fed in, right? Yeah, the headphones, so we could react off those. So that obviously was a massive help. And then a lot of our directors were actually, um, uh, some of them were actors themselves, so that helped Great. a lot. And they could, yeah, feed in the lines and do that. I think the director, like, you know, which director you have on every, any given day can make a huge difference to a project mm-hmm. like this because you, you know, um, I always really love it when we have the director, you know, like in, I've had, uh, you know, a couple of sessions where like they might be on Zoom or something, which obviously is perfectly fine. And, you know, a lot of the directors are extremely good. So they'll do a great job even from there. But I, you know, the, uh, I think the having them in the space with you kind of, uh, and them having a knowledge of what the other characters are, are like or what they're doing or what their energy is or how they approach a certain scene or something can, can do, you know, d- does a does a lot for you. Do you know what I mean? It really it gives you a lot. And I think otherwise, yeah, you can easily run into just feeling like, I don't really know what the vibe for the scene is, you know, because it, it, be, it can be tricky um, for sure. Um, well, just before we sort of start to wrap this up, I'd love to ask what... Um, what advice uh, you would give to someone, whether it be they're just starting out and they haven't been in a volume before, or um, maybe they're looking to get into it, anything like that. Just if you have any, uh, any kind of things that you think would be, would it maybe have even been helpful for you when you were sort of just starting out on this long, this, um, this journey? Yeah, I think uh, I knew very little about motion capture. And actually I, I think that that was the best way to go about it in my case. And I'm not saying don't, like mm. do research and don't research your character on anything like that of course do all that but i think leave the technical like, watch videos educate yourself mm. uh have a, have a rough idea of what's going on um you know where you should stand and and all of that although you'll, you'll probably be told that anyway but then yeah. i think just be aware that you're in very safe hands with the technical team okay they know mm. what they're doing they've done this loads of times and they will take over so you don't necessarily and they'll tell you if something doesn't look good <laughs> you wish. totally yeah. they'll tell you and it's a team effort right so they're mm. they're responsible for that and that's kind of what i love about motion capture as well is that you're supported by this whole team it's not like go on off you go and do your lines and then mm. do another take and it's not like that at all with motion capture so you know, worry less about the technical sides um, and focus more on your character and don't be so, I think at the beginning I was very worried about like, oh, I need to stand exactly on the mark and I need to like be, Mm. you know, I can't really move too much. Actually, you do have quite a lot of freedom within the boundaries um, of of the volume. Um, And uh, yeah, I think think that's it really. I think I went, yeah, I went into it very naively and you know, for once, I think that was probably good because sometimes <laughs> if you overwhelm yourself with information, it, it can mm. be actually a detriment, especially with something like this, um, which is very technical. And, and it can be a bit scary when you Absolutely. see it from the outside. You're like, what the hell? How does this work? Like, how am I going to fit into this? But 
it's very seamless actually when yeah. you let everyone everyone has to just collaboratively work together to make it happen absolutely and i think that's something that um uh victoria uh does a uh a course called performance capture with the pros which is basically like kind of a coaching um that you know is done with people who you know very kind of current and working you know performance capture and, and just actors um and one of the main things that they like you know they always stress is like you know you have to go into it just it, this is just an acting gig you know which you've done exactly how many times you know if you're an actor you, you know you, you've done wh- however many roles you have to approach it in exactly the same way exactly. you need to you know know all of the same things about who your character is where they've come from who they are like you know how they got here what you're given all of those things you know are, are like yeah it's exactly the same process it's just a more full-bodied approach you know um literally uh, yeah yeah, quite literally it's a more full-bodied approach um so yeah i know i think that's actually i think that is a a really right and it's and it honestly it's so kind of wonderful hearing uh you know people we had uh, a a friend of mine called arky reese on recently and he described his first motion capture uh experience was walking into a room with mark hamill and uh then having to do a scene with him and i think he had to well first he had to take out mark hamill's contact lens um uh, help him take out his contact lens and then because he was struggling to do it and they were sharing a room together and then and just go on to a mocap stage and just be opposite mark hamill who's obviously it's crazy yeah it's exactly crazy. it's it, it really is it really is i um uh yeah it's a it's a very very sh- uh, fun but uh a strange uh strange world of motion capture yeah. and it's only getting bigger and better and i think with games like borders gate 3 which are just taking it to a whole nother level. I mean, you know, 174 hours worth of cinematics. And I was lucky enough to talk to the director uh, of Baldur's Gate 3 because I went to a premiere event that they did over in yes. Belgium, yeah, that's which so cool. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he was saying, I, I think most people will see probably about 10% in their playthrough, you know, and it's just like, that's baffling. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really, really, really baffling to think, you know. Yeah. I mean, I still haven't got uh, uh, my head around the scope of it, to be honest. I uh, I think this is the first ever game, apart from The Sims, that I might actually play myself. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've never really played uh, so many games, you know, especially now recently. But but now I'm like so hyped. I'm yeah. so like watching everything that's happening and, and seeing people's reactions on Twitter. And I'm just like, well, maybe I need to play it. Maybe I think you it. definitely should play it. It's a, yeah. it's a, honestly, it's an absolutely brilliant game. I had a great time going over for that event and um, getting to talk to the dev team and just how much like effort and like hard work went into this game. To you know, he, he they uh, they kept on saying you know this this game was supposed to be you know we're supposed to do it in two years then it became three years then it became four years and it ended up being six years i think of development because they just kept on wanting to push the envelope and you know uh, see like oh could we do a bit more and uh and just surely the 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 level of sort of flexibility and uh uh, that exists within the game is just absolutely mind-blowing so um yeah well absolutely incredible work on the game i can't wait to see what you do next in the volume i think it's gonna be awesome um and uh yeah but before we go please tell everyone where can they uh find you more of your work where can they hear uh about all the things that uh, you're up to uh you can find me on twitter um at deborah underscore wild and on instagram at deborah wild just one word um yeah that's where you can find me amazing well thank you so much for giving up your time i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the performance capture podcast please make sure to check out the performance capture uh podcasts patreon uh which where you get exclusive content lots of behind the scenes uh stuff as well i'm probably going to put a post on there 
about the trip to Ghent as well, the trip to because uh, that was a, a lot of fun. So I'll I can talk a little bit about that maybe when this maybe when this episode comes out. Um, so thank you again uh, to Devora, our amazing guest for today, and uh, we will catch you next week. Bye bye. podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life science, entertainment and engineering industries. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software, developed specifically for the needs of the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. The latest release of Shogun adds support for Valkyrie, Vicon's newest and most powerful range of optical cameras yet. Find out more at www.vicon.com. The Performance Capture Podcast also gets its support from Motion Capture Orlando, now offering remote access to direct your shoot from anywhere in the world. To learn more about their 38-camera Vicon stage, go to motioncaptureorlando.com. Whether you're a past, present, or entirely new student to book VOPCAP, during the strike, Victoria is offering a huge 50% off all private coaching sessions with her. Email bookvopcap at gmail.com to schedule your one-to-one session. Plus, her PCAP with the Pro Zoom class has now sold out of participant slots, but you can still audit the six-week course. Book now at bookvopcap.com. As a past student, I cannot recommend this highly enough.